This All is right, me being so quiet. we are we are all out here. This is we're just rolling with this. I had this idea literally third. No, when I called you, yeah, I well we were just coming back from a location scout for a music video slash visualizer idea that we're going to be shooting on Wednesday. Nice uh, over at Franklin Park. We were just kind of going through the woods, and we have a lot of cool ideas for that. Okay. And uh, I just realized as we were driving through that area, it's in a very nice part of. Beverly Hills in West Hollywood, and I realized I want to be really rich. So, <laughs> you just made that realization. So so I was like, you know what? I kind of I vibe with this, and yes. I believe that I'm a strong believer, not necessarily in just in luck, although that does put you know luck and circumstance certainly plays into it. But I am a big believer in energy, and that the energy you put out there comes back. So I was like, you know what? I'm such an overthinker. I try to make all these plans and all these strategies to make things work and get it just right. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's just do it. So I was like, I just called some of my favorite people, one of them being you, Robert. I don't think I have your number. Otherwise, I would have just called you directly. Aww. I don't know if Robert, I may have called you first, actually, so we before Robert. He wants my digits. Oh, I yeah. give you my digits. We're, we're getting the digits today. Yeah. So, so this is the debut of the new podcast. We'll call it that. We're really just hanging out, though. Oh, yeah. Reveal the artist. And we are going to be just having all of our favorite artists come in. And we're just going to hang out. And we're just going to really find out who each other are and and what's going on behind the art of the artist that's what's up i love it music tv film poetry art dance dance, dance. I yes love it. so i just met a dancer so oh really there we go you know what one happened of those? i know one of those i just met a dancer what kind of a dancer <laughs> i think he's mostly hip-hop but he does know Was some... he a tiny dancer no actually <laughs> He was actually, I'm six foot four. So when I oh. stood up to shake his hand, he had to have been probably uh, around six foot. So he's oh, not he tiny. Wasn't too tiny. He's not tiny. No. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. Good I'll, for you, by the way, for being six foot four. I know. Yeah, that is, that's you, not is, an accomplishment. <laughs> like, thank you. The jeans. The jeans. Yeah, come on, jeans. Yeah. I'm six foot four when I start in the morning, but by the time I've had my coffee and actually like taken a couple of steps. I'm more like six foot three or six foot Stop two. Stop slouching. Yeah. So what what are some of the positives and negatives of being six, six foot four? The positives are you can get to every shelf in your kitchen without a problem. But the weird you will be ones. called. Yes. <laughs> but you will also be called to do the same thing for other people. Blessing and a curse. Yes. So I was wearing a red shirt one day in Target. So if you see where this is going, uh, but this lady kept <laughs> following me around. It was like, sir, sir. And I was like, I don't know who this lady is. I why is she talking to me? Why is she talking to me? She, she followed me around and for like three different times she called like, sir, sir. And I was like, I don't, I, I realized it halfway through. I was like, I have her on a red shirt. She thinks I work here. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to ignore her. So I finally stopped in the cereal section to get my cinnamon toast crunch. Come on. Uh, and <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was like, I didn't stop for you. But anyways, uh, she was like, I just really need help getting the gin on the top shelf in the alcohol section. <laughs> She's like, I know you don't work here. But could you <laughs> At least she acknowledged that. <laughs> right. Yes, she acknowledged she it. So I was really glad there. that like, yeah, then I felt like a jerk because then it was like, oh, no, I should have stopped like three aisles ago for this lady. But I was like, yeah, come on, let's go get your gin. Because I was like, it's COVID. 
you need your gin. To be drunk, you let know? me get your gin for you. Like I have no questions. I'm here to get a family sized bag of cinnamon toast crunch, and it's just me. So <laughs> we all have the thing Zero that judgment. gets us through. I just COVID. remember we were just talking about actually uh, when y'all came over for the Fourth of July party, and then we were having our dance party. We put on the uh, fog machine. The smoke alarm goes off. We're amazing. like, oh fuck, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> Someone get a ladder. Somebody get a chair so a we can chair. stamp and reach it. And then you're just like. <laughs> yeah. and he was like i got this i was like i got this step aside step aside <laughs> i have to say you have very good dad energy robert thank you I grilled. Grill? I grilled yes! that day you, you grilled grill? i did oh. oh my goodness there was like a plate of just chicken legs grilled for no reason <laughs> and wieners yes and wieners but that was a really fun night I yeah. love it here. Anytime I come to Jake's house, I have one of the best times in LA that I've had since I've been here. I love wow. It. Well, Jake's so house is pretty darn freaking fantastic yes. with the best view in LA. Well, oh it's not yeah. well, we try to make a good energy too. I don't know if you yeah. notice, but you walk in and there's all the plant life. That's not my doing. That's my roommate Michael, by the way. He mm-hmm. is he is the plant daddy of the house. Okay, plant daddy, what plant are you? Plant daddy Michael Wing. So he <laughs> he makes all the plants. So he brings them to life. Yeah. Uh, so I think that brings good energy. Also, we just have a lot of creative people in here. That brings good energy. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, curating a good energy. It's not just yeah. about, like, how big the house is or, you know, it, it's really not. It's uh, there, there's other things that bring. It's you it, being here. OMG. Mm-hmm. Your presence. No, it's well, I invited you guys here is because you I don't. OK, I don't a, a story for people listening uh on fourth of july uh y'all came over and aaron literally changed everybody's lives wait what mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just talking you literally while you're talking changes lives <laughs> yeah. every day every day what do you do for a living Why again i teach and sing tell us more about that wait what yeah we're, tell we're us how you're changing you. lives every day we talked <gasps> about my height so now we're going to talk about your your gift uh, your only gift your is your gift. height. Yeah. Well, no, that was well, the one. most useful one. That's the most useful one to date. To date. Uh, to date. <laughs> but yes. Um. Dope. So just a little bit, I guess. Um. I teach. Of course, I sing. I am creative and such. But I teach at LACC, Los Angeles City College, and I teach. Um. What commercial voice? Getting people up and singing, getting in their voices you know, finding themselves and their passion. And also I teach African-American music history, which really puts a lot of American history in the right context. And we just have a lot of fun doing it. That's what we do. And you're changing lives too. And here's what I, what I noticed. And I say this as somebody who was raised by a music teacher. My mom was a voice and piano teacher. Um, I just rem- and I would be, she would teach at home. I would be, often be in the room next door, like downstairs or whatever. I overheard everything that was going on growing up. Um, I feel like she was teaching piano and voice maybe 25 to 50% of the time. And the rest of the time she was a therapist. Oh, hell Mm. yeah. (laughs) She was a therapist. How do you feel about that? So, (laughs) and one story about this, and I'll bring this back to you is that um, I remember when I was in high school and uh, my mom was teaching voice to a, another student my age. 
She was really awesome. I'll leave her name out of this, <laughs> obviously. Um, but she's really great, super talented vocalist. And uh, she, I, she didn't know I overheard all this, but I was just like in the kitchen, in the living room next to the music room, whatever. And uh, she just gets to lesson. My mom's like, how are you doing, sweetie? And then she just starts breaking down, crying. Mm. She's just crying, sobbing. Just like, and just this, I'm like, whoa, what is going on? And uh, <laughs> after about five minutes of crying, she like tells my mom that she lost her virginity. And they, my mom was just like so sweet and kind and loving to her. And uh, it was just, it was such a nice, beautiful moment. It's like, wow, like that's so amazing that, that her students like trust her so much that they can like bring all of her, their problems to her. And she's like such a kind and caring and compassionate person. And if I ever told my mom that I lost my virginity when I was 16, she would whip my ass. (laughs) She would whip my ass. I'd be grounded. Oh yeah. I would not be able to go out. So that was... Yeah, that's reserved <laughs> for other people. Sure, oh, sure, yeah. sure. But do you do you feel like you're a therapist? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I used to have a baby girl who would come in. I taught all ages. I've taught all ages, uh, bef- especially before I was at the college. But this baby girl, her father was a pastor. She was in middle school. She was just in a the middle transition of all the things. Right. She would wait for her lesson once a week at the lesson studio that I talked to. Come cry. Mm. And she would just tell me all of the things, uh, who was in El Salvador, who was doing X, Y, and Z. You know, well, she was El Salvadorian. And, you know, just all the things. And I was just like, oh, my babies. But then that's my baby, and that's my baby. And these are all my babies. What's going on? How can I help my babies? So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like um, music, and sp- especially voice, because this is literally who you are. And one of my teaching philosophies, or just thinking about teaching, I really want help to help people really connect with their own voice. Because once again, as I've already told you, like people are told, oh, your voice is terrible, or you sound like a dying cat, or you sound like nails on a chalkboard, or so many people have heard negative things about their voice. And it's like, well, if you don't believe in your own voice and you shut that down, how are you going to speak up for yourself? How are you going to really change the world around you and really use that voice, whether it's speaking or singing. And so I'm just like, hey, we got to heal some wounds around these voices so that people can truly step into who they are, whether or not they're going to be professional singers or not. They just need to be in touch with themselves and confident in who they are and the voice that they carry in this world. So... And this was the speech that we got on 4th of July where I broke down. We all broke down crying. There was a moment of silence. There was. After she said It was the loudest silence I've ever heard in my life. It was the silence of introspection. But think about what we just came out of with COVID. Like breath and voice and life as we know it has been so different Mm -hmm. and almost so constrained because of that. And it's like... What does it mean to come out of that and contend with like breathing again openly? And it's openly. It, yeah, yeah, with no mask, what your uh, ability to breathe freely does to your voice. And it's just like coming out of that, or at least 
hoping that we come out of it soon because <laughs> we're going back to wearing masks. I was about to wait. No masks. Wait week. a minute. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. I know. At least in LA County. <laughs> yeah. LA County. We're in, back. Uh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're right back. back to wearing masks all the time. I was talking to my friend in Texas. Apparently COVID is like, is a long gone thing and it's never coming back. Even if it's back, it won't ever be back. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? Wow. Like just the way they live their lives. It's like it never even happened. Right. They That's didn't crazy. change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, mm. I feel like coming like, at least attempting to remember what life felt like before COVID mm -hmm. and the, the fact that we're together right now, like mm -hmm. doing this, no masks, just even the, like we're probably going back to bubbles, but the fact that for a while we didn't have bubbles. <laughs> it was like, a nice you, two months. Yeah, it was, it was a real nice two months. Like what does that do to your confidence and how you just navigate being social again? Like this is was, the most confident I felt in my life. So I'll tell you all a story from last night. And maybe Mads can chime in here. Ooh, what happened? Well, I'm going to tell this story more. from last night. Tell it. I think he's getting, <laughs> he's the look on her approval. face is like, do you really well, want to tell that? Well, that? first of all, one of the approval. reasons I feel confident I is, is like one, one of my sort of, I won't even call it a New Year's resolution, like a new life resolution. Like coming life. out of COVID resolution is like, I'm just going to be open and honest about everything. Like, who cares? Just put it out Who there. cares? Who cares? So last night uh, we went to Avalon, this club just down the street. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our uh, friends, friend of a friend, was performing. His name is Borges. He's a really big DJ. Um, so mm -hmm. we went. We got like backstage passes. It was really cool. It was nice. super fun. Um, it was also the very last night where masks were not being enforced. Mm -hmm. So like it was interesting because like right at twelve a.m. is when. They started enforcing it, but they didn't really do that. But some people, I mean, uh, anyway, <laughs> point we'll being, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, the point being was like, I, I felt like pretty confident. And uh, one of my friends who I hadn't seen in a long time, he was like, wow, Jake, you look so great. Context being I've gained, um, I've gained 40 pounds since wait, I was incredibly wait, wait, sick. Yes. Wait, what, what, what? Yeah. Yep. Baby. Yep. You still I know, ain't I know, here. I know, I know okay. I'm not, I know I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not. Well, no, but I was horribly, you. I was horribly, I know I was so skinny. I like had disappeared into another dimension. You couldn't see me. No, but so I was like incredibly sick. Um, but they fixed me. They fixed the problem. It was in my stomach. It was good. I had to be in the hospital for two months. It was oh, a, no. it was a crazy life changing ordeal, but I came out of it pretty good. I had amazing doctors and nurses, nothing Yay. but love and respect to them. But anyway, I felt super confident because like I'm being healthy and, you know, life is happening again. And I had seen friends who hadn't seen me since before oh, when wow. I was unhealthy, like, oh my gosh, you're like a new person. So that was super cool. And then um, I met this girl and she seemed really cool. This other like tall, skinny white guy was like hitting on her, but he was like kind of obnoxious and I could tell she was kind of over it. So you just swooped in and said, uh, I just started talking, you know, I was just like, you know, she seemed super cool. She reminded me of this uh, actress who is on uh, the show Entourage and I told her that and she was really flattered and then we kept talking and then she like invited me to this uh, show that she does in right. West Hollywood Look at called this man Bodies. Gang. But wait, hold on, Bodies. hold on, hold on. <laughs> the story it's not over yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, uh, then I realized uh, after talking to her, uh, I was like, wow, like you're very beautiful and you have a very strong jawline and you have a very large Adam's apple. Uh, you're very beautiful though and you have a low voice <laughs> and you perform at a trans show in West Hollywood. I think you're trans, aren't you? 
I didn't yeah. say that, but oh, I, I was about just, to say that was terrible. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, she, no, we were like vibing though, and I had never um, vibed with a with a trans woman before. She was nice. beautiful. No, she was. Yeah, I want to actually have her come over, and that would be dope. And we can talk about this yes. experience all together. But then, but uh, we, I had this sort of uh, existential crisis of like, I mean. Because, you know, I grew up a little more traditional minded, mm-hmm. um, but the vibes were there. Mm-hmm. So go with the good vibes. Yeah. The good vibes, vibes were there, but I don't, I don't, I'm just not, don't I'm just going to be honest. I don't, I don't think I, I don't know. Like, do, do you see what I'm trying block? to say? There, so here's, sure. There's, so here's there's the a mental block. There's so a mental one block. Of, one of the interesting things about the three of us yeah, is that we grew up, we're all from Essentially, the southwest, in a way, I'm so, just southeast, south. South, southeast, Absolutely. yeah, the south, the south, southish. South. Like, so, where are you from again? Well, so my family is originally from like Alabama and Georgia, but moved here when I was young. Mm-hmm. So I was raised with southern manners, yeah, mm-hmm. but in a west coast environment. Gotcha, and mm-hmm. it, but a very religious, yes, household, extremely, uh-huh. yes. So yeah. I think we all grew up in very religious households. Very much so. And what that does, and I'm just going to be like, I feel you because I grew up in a very religious household spiritually. I had a very big hang up about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sex was. Sex period. Sex. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. Sex, sex period. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah. So starting from a place like that in your belief and who you are as a person and that being pretty much pounded into you by your surroundings. What does that do for you when you experience vibing with a trans person? Like just something that you something period that's not what you've been taught. Like yeah. I went from being in the South in a very a traditional household, a southern traditional conservative household, to then going to a Christian undergrad to coming out to a to California. Yeah. <laughs> at a art school where Clothing was optional. <laughs> Dogs could come to class. Any pet, actually. And drugs were ple- in excess. And the school bought for alcohol for the parties. I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Everything went against what I had been raised to do, oh, including yeah. sex and sexuality and bending all the rules. We met because of a collegiate Christian group. Yes. <laughs> And now we're going to raves. We're we're going to beach parties and hanging out. Isn't it kind of the same though? What? Just the, like the sort of like religious communal experience, whether it's like in a Christian collegiate group or in like a group of ravers. And that's, I feel similar vibes. That's what draws me to it. Right. Is I feel like it's all the good parts of connecting with a community of people in that way. Right. Without all the um, boundaries or rules. That I feel like. Right. Because they're like, I mean, I get it. I get religion. I get Christianity. I feel like I really do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I do like, I I understand what's going on in terms of like why people want to be part of it. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Um, I think that there's a lot of control and abuse going on with like people using that power that exists, the power of, you know, community and, you know, trying to find God and all this stuff. And, and people, kind of like use our human nature of like seeking out answers and trying to, you know, survive and, 
improve uh, for their own selfish benefits. Oh, 100. You know. Because humans are interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they will use, you know, like they're um, community-driven people who want to change the world. And there are selfish-driven people who want to change their own personal lives and for personal gain. And any and everything is game for that. Mm -hmm. so. Totally. It's, it's in our nature. I mean, we are a virus. Mm. Humans are human. Like think of like the, the, the survival genes that we have, like everything is about like finding mates and reproducing, like, and spreading the human, whatever genome. the human yeah. genome. Like, so in that I don't sense, know if that's parasitic. I think that's, well, some are, okay, sure. Part. Well, some are different but than others. Like some are more, so you have like Genghis Khan who had like thousands of wives and yeah. like tens of thousands of kids. Yeah. You know, this is like a very. How did he have sex that much? No, some While people are conquering. just like. <laughs> no, no, it's that sort of it's that colonial conquering energy. Oh my you know? gosh. So, like, some humans have that more than other humans. Like, you have like chill humans where we're just like down to vibe and chill, and we're not about like encroaching on other people's space. Mm -hmm. And then other people are literally just like spreading their seed everywhere, and like whether that's like you know physically through their DNA or like their ideas, ideas yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, ideas are more powerful than people sometimes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. They, they come from people and it's the, it, that goes back to belief. Though. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a belief in an religious. ideal. Yeah. But I think that art and what we, the best parts of raves to me are, uh, they fight against that, virus like idea i would human, agree with that human being i would agree humanity it's it's unless like, you're base nectar yeah <laughs> that is kind of an inside joke for the raving community oh <laughs> uh, so too soon yeah anyway, but i feel sorry. like it's 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 the ability to come together with with the good parts of that and the good, par good parts of humanity and that idea of belonging right and relationship that like that that survival thing can be too like that can be a virus if it is the only thing on your mind. Yeah. Sure. If it is more important than anything else. But I feel like in raves it's um it's the it's an artistic version of like communal gatherings. It's it, it's, it's really it's, interesting too, like okay, so going like our club experience last night in a more like EDM setting versus like th there's so many different types of clubs here in LA. And, you know, everywhere else, too. Like, a club like Avalon last night versus a club like Poppy. I don't know if you're aware of that club, but that's yeah. more where, like, people go there for the clout. Like, that's where the celebrities go. That's And by celebrities now, I mean, like, TikTokers and influencers. Because <laughs> that's the new celebrity. Like, yeah. the old celebrities, are they don't matter anymore, which is wild. Um, but anyway, so there's, like, clubs where, like, you go because you want to be seen, and it's about, like, clout, mm -hmm. and then there's clubs where people are literally just, like, having a good time, and last night, I felt like everybody was just having a good time, and that was cool. Nice. Um, but there, I see such a disparity, uh, and, and this exists everywhere, but especially in L.A., where uh, there's such a disparity of people seeking art and people seeking clout. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Or well, both. it's also I mean, it's well, well, both, but Using like you got to And th there's a balance to be had for sure because you kind of, in order to survive and to make money, you need a, a, some sort of a reputation, right. right? And that comes through clout. But some people, I feel like I see, 
they they love the lifestyle and the clout more than the art and yeah. and most of those people i don't think are actually really succeeding at a high level mm-hmm. like the people i've met who are succeeding at a high level really do value the art mm-hmm. for the most part i would say but they're being true artists yes exactly and because they're true to themselves and they're doing being true artists they're constantly coming up with things that they're not copying right they're sure, constantly sure. there is this um uh, giving of themselves and the vulnerability that we we want and we seek out as humans. Sure, this is why we love certain people's music because we vibe with it. Sure, we can connect. Sure. So if you're just over here making up stuff to keep up with other things, there's a disingenuous uh, nature right. to it. Like we were, so. like we were talking with uh, with. Andre and Raphael, who were uh, shooting all the footage at the party, the beach party. And I was like, yeah, so what projects are you guys working on right now? And they're like, oh, we're working on some like hip hop videos. Honestly, like hip hop videos are kind of lame. I'm like, excuse me, have you seen Kendrick Lamar's music videos? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think what they're doing, you know, they're starting out and they're probably working with a lot of people who are just like, oh, let's get a music video. We're like driving nice cars and bitches and hoes and, you know, Mm -hmm. drugs and guns and whatever. Uh, but but like that's not that doesn't define hip hop. No, you no. know, not at all. And, you know, you look at a true artist like Kendrick Lamar, in my opinion, who is one of my favorite, mm-hmm. especially in hip hop. And like you watch his music videos, and there is a message there. Oh yeah, you know, there is a message. Anderson Pac has some really good music videos too. Who? He's Anderson Pac. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got some really good ones. But he's there's. So dope. I mean, that's one thing I really like about music videos right now. There's the opportunity to tell a story in a music video. If the director, if the producer, if the company's given the opportunity to try and tell if that the story, artist if, the, if the artist is down for that, you know, and you see people like ASAP Rocky, you see people like Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pac, um, just allowing those artists to collaborate with them and to draw from their music and tell a story based on what they see or imagine. And that's when I love watching Bebo way too much. (laughs) I'll go down a rabbit hole when I see some interesting stories being told. Um, The baby's got some really good ones right now. Um, Oh, he's great. I don't know what it is about him, but like he has this sort of like addicting and hypnotic voice. Mm hmm. It's very, and it's, it's the and it's and the his rhythm pattern, too. yeah his yeah. rhythm is like That's triplets really it is yeah right I love that no it's it's I haven't seen or heard any of these yeah so what do you think though with like the advent of short form media aka TikTok and Instagram reels and all this stuff like um, I I mean I've talked to a lot of music uh, a lot of music artists where they're Managers and label people are saying like, yeah, music videos don't matter as much like they used to. I mean, when you can get your song played in the back of a, um, one million challenge videos on TikTok, it's right. like <laughs> you you have to take into consideration if you're making your music to be heard and to, to make money, quote unquote, like you have to think, would this play on TikTok? Right. Like, which is a crazy thing to me that sometimes it is more important to go with the current technology trend when you're thinking about the music that you create or the videos that you create if you're an artist. Like, there are tons of actors that are out there creating videos with these songs and, and doing ta- challenges because they know they have to go with the current trend of TikTok. At the same time, so yes, yes, I feel like you have to know how to 
manipulate or navigate multiple forms mediums, of multiple right. yeah mediums or platforms sure. right so you can't do everything with tiktok so then um, otherwise everybody's songs would just be like a minute right <laughs> you <laughs> exactly. know it's like okay so we're not going to be just a minute but at the same time we can go ahead and like but i have this there was, some, there was some artist um i forget which one uh someone put out a song that was a minute and 20 seconds mm -hmm. last year and it like hit the billboard charts top 10 minute 20 seconds wow not even mad about it to be honest with you if it's good we have so many interludes and right. you know like i oh, actually I work in interlude. i work in snippets i don't really write long songs i'm like i'll write this and i'm like oh that's a nice little jingle okay on next and i have to be like let me sit down and actually write a song that's like three or four minutes <laughs> You know, like, right. so, like, it just depends on the person sure. or, you know. I what I definitely time. don't see a lot of is longer songs. Yeah. We're oh. not going in that direction. I no. love the jam band kind of feel, though. The open-ended. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't see us going in that direction, but that is actually pretty dope. But, you know, like, if you're with Earth, Wind & Fire or any uh, old school right. gap band, you might be in there for a good 10, 12 minutes. Oh, hey. yeah. Absolutely. So. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Well, it's apparently a rumor, but like a confirmed rumor. Um, Kanye is releasing his album on Friday and he's uh -huh. having a release what? show in Atlanta on Thursday. I will happen to be in Atlanta on Thursday, <laughs> by the way. Whoa. And he's having at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the Falcons. Okay. I might have Blue to go. Blue Falcons. Just had to throw that in. Blue Falcons. <laughs> Uh-oh. Boo. Uh-oh. All right, this oh, is a Saints boo. girl right here. I said okay. Boo Falcon. Because they red. Who that nation? Not Blue Falcon. I, know, I was like, Blue Falcon. What is no, that? Blue so Falcon. Blue Falcon is a military term that we're not going to talk about. But not yeah. at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Atlanta. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> here we go. No, well, because I was just thinking about, like, you know, pioneering trends in music. And if anybody has done that, it's probably Kanye. Oh, yeah. And I'm really interested to see what he's going to do next. Because what has he not done? Don't, like he's just you know his his journey it's not linear whatsoever no. yeah but that's what makes it so fun at least for like a consumer of entertainment absolutely for me sometimes i feel like it's performance art and then sometimes i'm just like that brother has lost his i mind. would okay he's so ever loving mind <laughs> i uh, i'm crazy. so back and forth yeah on whether it's performing art performance art or not yeah. Um, I will say though, uh, so he lives up in Wyoming. My family lives up in Wyoming. One of my friends came up to visit me in Wyoming last summer and was like, dude, can we go to Kanye's house? I'm like, I mean, no, but we could no. try. Just he roll. was he was adamant about Just roll it. up on Kanye. He wanted last. to bring he literally wanted to bring his his USB of songs and give it to Kanye. I'm like, that's ambition though. There's no, no, no. And you know what? Hell out of and you know, he's like 22 and I'm like, Oh man, I miss being young and naive and <laughs> I am just going to roll with this Kanye and I will watch him it. and I will watch him get really disappointed. So I, I did know where his ranch was. So we pulled up to his ranch mm -hmm. and um, of course there was like a security truck yeah. detail there. Um, it's a beautiful ranch and we just like went up to the security. I was like, all right, you're doing the talking, bro. <laughs> and uh, he told him our whole deal. And like we had music on this USB. And he was like, uh, all right, let me call his assistant. And then his assistant came and let us in. We got in and uh, we didn't see Kanye because he was busy <laughs> in meetings, but we gave uh, our music to his assistant. That's so we got dope. much further that, that never heard, that uh, never got a call back from Kanye, literally put our phone number on there. 
Kanye bro, like we're still I hope you like waiting uh, for your call. No, but like but still but the point the but the point being though is that like, you know, skeptical somewhat older in the industry, me having been, you know, stampeded upon by disappointment was like there's no way. And I was right, but we got way further than I thought we would have. And it's just because you just keep knocking the doors. Yeah. That's right. You know? And there's keep, always you a, never know. A, there's always the chance that he will hear that at some point and be like, huh. And you might not ever hear anything up from it. We won't. But he may Come on, Stampede with I negativity. Mean, listen, listen. <laughs> I understand it. And I'm so glad that we have both ends of the spectrum in the room. But there is a there is still the potential that that song or group of songs could be heard. But the but the, yeah. but the point though is that it is I I look at these people who are succeeding and they aren't overthinking things. They're just going, they're going, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing. And I think sometimes if you have this sort of filter of skepticism, Mm -hmm. that prevents you from action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you've been in something for a while, it can do that. Like, as I said earlier, I can write all these really short songs. How come I'll never put those out? Because they could be on TikTok. Yeah, where are they? they? I've been been looking for them. Where are they? Ooh, why are you going to do me like that? I got a couple of But, you know, I was trying to, ooh, ooh, rudeness. (laughs) 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 But I need to make those longer. See, that's the problem. Like, I should be writing long songs. I need to finish them. And some of them might be finished. You know, right. So. Well, who's to say they aren't? I mean, you know, you know what word I'm going to correct you on there, though? What? Should. Should equal shame. Wow. I just said that to you in the car. You did. I just feel like this is my therapy session right now. This well, you gave like, us the well, most amazing therapy oh, session. Oh, so geez. we're just returning the favor here. Oh, well, isn't should a, such a terrible word? You know, I, yes. yeah. Yeah, because there's a false comparison at some point. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and it's almost a betrayal of passion because whatever you have passion to do, like and inspired to do in the moment, and if, even if sometimes that's nothing, but sometimes you're inspired to do just what you did, and you did that, and that's fine. Feeling like you should means that somehow your passion and what leads you to write what you wrote wasn't enough somehow, and it was, yeah. but it's about just. The, learning how to exist in that space so that the next time you're in that flow state a little longer and you feel passionate enough to write a song that's a little bit longer so on and so forth and that's the same thing for me because i like i have issues with like okay i have auditions um you know but who's to say that i can't create my own content learn a monologue write a monologue i'm so afraid of writing that's what? <laughs> I feel like so right. But okay. you know, Robert, I feel like that's kind of the way to go now. Think of like all the competition you're up against, and it's not really like there's something to be said about doing something that is executing your vision as mm. opposed to making somebody else's dream, some other writer or director's dreams come true, where you are essentially the pawn. Mm. But uh, Mr. Who has a whole production company. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the thing, Robert. I'm I'm gonna be straight up <laughs> yeah. with you, Robert. Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna be totally straight up. Most of the actors I know, most of them, not all of them. If you're an actor watching this and you know me, I'm not talking about you. Talking about you. He's just keeping Maybe. it real. Maybe all the other though. I might be yes. keeping it real. Um, they're all vapid, empty vessels of nothing. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I felt that Ooh. in my soul. Wow. 
Jesus. That's I a, do not see. I don't think you are that at all. That's a great you are not a vapid, empty vessel of nothingness. So because like there's actors, they just like they just like leech on to other people's spirits and characters and energies and they just like they're just chameleons and they just adapt to whatever situation they can and that's why uh, like uh, they just let get me on you something but you're that. not that person is what i'm saying though you're not that person I'm and going, so you should write you know what i just create. want to say this real quick vapid empty vessels of emptiness, of emptiness. <laughs> that is today's <laughs> phrase if there is a phrase that comes from the podcast today's I, phrase vapid is empty vessels of nothingness vapid empty no, vessels. no it's like when i think of actors i think of the team america puppets you know what we're talking Ooh, yeah, about yeah yeah yeah. i think i thought uh, that's matt damon that, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like that's wow. that's what i think about they literally like just <laughs> that's wow. terrible okay i'm gonna throw out that there a, if you're watching that was like this, the bass nectar right i was acting i will say for my actor friends i think you're full of life and energy and i we're love great. you don't listen to him we're great <laughs> you're full fine. of life and energy Keep that open. you suck out of the other Keep people that no. you surround just, just kidding no i'm no 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 i i i was in musical theater growing up ah. i have a lot of actor friends got it i'm obvi i'm being somewhat facetious and exaggerating to make a of point course, here of course but of that course. is a very specific right. group of people that could, <laughs> could exude that energy yes. i think i think the there, yes there are there are, there are a lot of those types of people that i see though and they're they're not living fulfilled lives they aren't really living their truth they're just being like pawns in the hands of casting directors and writers and directors and producers and movie studio executives and now with the internet and all the technology we have i mean look we're just in a living room with all this stuff i just bought on amazon you know like on, we amazon. have the power yeah we have the power to tell our own stories and yeah. not we can like do it that's why traditional media else. is yeah. failing you know movie studios yeah. are all switching to streaming now like people have their own power, take your own power, create your own material, tell your story. Do not be a pawn in the hands of an old and decrepit industry that is dying with every single day. That Preach. was a whole, like, Preach. Oh, come on. Preach. Passion. Oh, since you want to tell stories, you can mm -hmm. use my story as your, <laughs> my smoking experience as your, um, Storytelling skills. Show up. <laughs> okay. So um, the other day, uh, Aaron came over to my apartment to hang out. Using my government name here? Uh, sorry. I'm just like. Sorry. I'm glad. Sorry. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was going to put your last name out there, but I ain't going to do you like that. Because uh, that's like nowhere. <laughs> I'm Aaron Monique. Aaron that's Monique. all you need to know. Aaron Monique, everybody. Um, but she came over to hang out. Uh, we were watching, catching up on um, show. We were catching up on Loki. And then uh, we decided, because she had a very, very, very bad headache. Y'all, this headache was rude. Like, really bad. I was squinting at him. He was like, are you okay? She was are you like, going to sleep? Yeah, she was. We, we would pause and have conversation. And normally, that's just what happens when we watch a show. But she had paused it. And the way she was looking at me, I was like, I don't know whether she's about to just fall asleep, pass out, or what. I was like, are you okay? And she had this horrible migraine of a headache. And I was, she asked if I had anything to smoke. So I was like, of course I do. I've got like three different things to smoke. So I brought out my um, 
birthday cake. Uh, birthday cake. Yeah. And made a cone of that. And she took approximately one and a half puffs of that. Wait, let me also just throw out here that I don't smoke <laughs> THC. I only smoke CBD. That's all I want to say. And that was not CBD. Yes, it was not CBD. But she wanted to try something because she had already had enough Tylenol and tried every other remedy she could find. So she took about one and a half puffs of that outside and proceeded to tell me how beautiful life was. <laughs> <laughs> So we were looking at the tree above us and how the flowers bloomed on the tree uh, and how they, you know, were below the leaves. And she's just started laughing and having a really good time. And then that quickly went to from the sidewalk, walking back into my apartment, which is probably the length of like a small driveway. Um, I was running and you were going in slow-mo. She she proceeded to see everything in slow motion and proceeded to move in slow motion. <laughs> like she was a space astronaut on the moon. So we get back into my apartment. My roommate is on the phone and I'm... Guess I'm who's high? Like, Guess who's high? And he's on a business call. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Actually, the answer is both of us. Uh, so she, I sit her down at the dining room table, and she is just, her eyes are just horizontal, like just squinted, squinted. I mean, like, I didn't know if they were actually open or not, but I felt like she could see me. Um, so. <laughs> She was feeling really good. Okay. Um, But she was thirsty, hungry, sleepy. And then all of a sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I started sweating. Sweating a lot. I was like, okay. Profusely doing, sitting there like this. Just sweating, not moving. Like we cut the air on 62, we put the fans on. (laughs) Like we were close to getting ice and just putting her in the ice bath. But. Mind you, I'm just sitting there like, just breathe, just breathe. You'll get through. <laughs> Every question we asked, trying to figure out what was going on with her, she would just lift her hands up, lift her palms up towards us, and just be, just give us the "I'm good" signal. <laughs> just like palms up, I'm good. Nice. So I don't even remember that. <laughs> after not knowing what to do, we cut the air up extremely high, and me and my roommate proceeded to make sure that she just laid down on. His bed until they she put broke. me to sleep. Okay, look, look put at her to bed. Look at you bringing the dad energy. And we, again. Yeah, we, we took her. We took her shoes off. We made sure that she had something to drink close by. You did. And we just went on about our merry way. And they did. <laughs> they closed the door and left me alone. Closed the door, cut the lights off. I was like, oh, Aaron needs a nap. Oh. Uh, but she got up and had it gone for the most part. Right, but I got up and I laid on the sofa and went back to sleep. Yes, and after, they drooled on the sofa. After that nap, the headache was another gone. Nap. It was, it was a, so that's why that, we didn't this, make it over on sure. Friday. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's oh, that was Friday. That's, oh. This that's was Friday. So Friday. my story For context to the audience, my story this was actually supposed before. to probably happen on Friday. And then yes. got a text from Robert. Aaron's not feeling well. I don't think we're going to make it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I, just I like, didn't want to put your business out there and say, <laughs> she's high. She's sleep on my roommate's bed. <laughs> 
And yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you would have said that, I actually probably would have had more respect for you because like, <laughs> no, I mean, we're, we're in a place where like, I mean, I everybody don't, I never does. expect, I never expect anything to happen ever. Oh, so it, it wasn't a flaky thing. Yeah, no, it was not a I, flaky thing. And even if it was like, I didn't really care because I just have zero expectations for anybody to show up on time for anything in this town. So it was fine. No, and I'm fine with it. And I'm a believer that if like, you know, the energies line up. Then like and it's here meant we to are. be, and here we are, and I'm it glad it is meant to be. It is meant to be. I'm so glad we're doing this today, as opposed to Friday. Although it would have been hilarious to have you <laughs> in that same so, mental state as you were then. One of the things that I was going to say is, when this podcast happens, <laughs> we should tell everybody what we're, we're smoking. smoking. Oh. So, so I what are we smoking? <laughs> so I don't. I am smoking. Um, like I said, I have birthday cake. I've had it for. About two months. Um, birthday cake expired. My, yeah, about that. Um, I don't. Let me see. Now I'm looking it up because I don't know much about it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this off in like five minutes. By the way, just let you know. Birthday cake, aka birthday cake, Kush marijuana strain, uh, and it is really nice. It's a nice mellow uh, indica. I don't get to like, because you really needed help being mellow. Exactly. Dad yeah. vibes. Dad vibes. You really 100%. were way too hyper before. So you this. <laughs> Bouncing Listen, off the walls. I like being is extremely chill. So <laughs> we like that energy. I really enjoy it. We I like really that enjoy energy. It. I that's only good. do CBD and, and that's kind of flower. I'll put a merciless plug in for kind of flower. They're pretty nice. dope. And I am currently high on life. Hey. Life is amazing. <laughs> yes, I kind of am though. Last night, uh, well, Mads and I were talking about this. We were walking back from the venue, and um, we both felt very drunk, either, even though neither of us drank at mm-hmm. all. And there's something about like music and being uh, in a setting with a lot of people, acting crazy. Maybe it's groupthink. Mm. What? We're Can you talk into the mic, please? I did have a shot. Oh, oh, she's got oh. a shot on you. And a drink. She had a shot and, and a drink. drink. And I a stand drink. corrected. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean she was high on it. Though. No, sure. yeah. It was still it was the same energy. vibe. It was the energy. Sure. Energy sure. So do you, I, I've never and seen, and I've always wanted to see you on the dance floor because I feel like I'm definitely the dancer. Oh, we I'm got, by the way, stopped. I made a post from, uh, of some highlights from the, the beach party. And uh, you're you're prominently featured. Whoa! <laughs> He's the dancer. And it wasn't even like a let's make this look diverse and put Robert in there. No, it <laughs> no. was <laughs> that's because Robert because <laughs> I was one of I was one moves, of the only brothers moves, there. There Wait. was no but there was no was affirmative action going on here. You had great moves. You had some great moves going on. Great moves. You had some great moves. I'm the dancer. I want to see you on the dance floor. So you it, haven't. So you're saying you haven't. I haven't seen you on the day. Okay, well, uh, this is something I'm working on. I feel like I'm a very serious and uptight person, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to fix that about myself. But it's been getting better. It's been getting a lot better. I was dancing a lot last night, Mm -hmm. including with uh, Taryn was her name. Come on, Taryn. Come on, Taryn. Taryn. No, she's she's great. She's actually a trans influencer, too. So this could be really great for my career. We got to come back to that. (laughs) (laughs) You're so L.A. That was so L.A. This could be really great for my career. 
You could be in a celebrity relationship. OMG. We, we, are, we are coming back to this. Yeah. You could be in a celebrity relationship. <laughs> yes. Go to Bugatti uh, no, or but no, It was very convincing, though. And I even had like the hilarious thought in my mind of like, okay, how long would it take if I brought this girl home to my family before they realized? It would, I don't think, I think would be, uh, what was that, Matt? Mads <laughs> ah! is over here is working. She's editing her yes. visuals and she we're just seeing. So no, that's okay. That's it. okay. We are no we filters here. This is a safe space of expression. Oh yeah. Yes, for artists. Um, but yeah, no, I it was um I, I it was very convincing. Um, I don't. I think I would last. She would last maybe like a month before my family found out. Mm. But you know what? As long as you stood you by them. her after they found out, you I think that's oh the yeah, I, to- thing. I totally would. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not going to happen though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. This is like this is that negative energy. Like life, we're talking about. No, already so disappointed. You got dance. No, no, no. Uh, there's, dance. there's. He was probably dancing with Darren last night. <laughs> yeah, he was. The, yeah. We'll just say that that space is occupied for me already. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, already occupied. Okay, okay. And the, and a lot of this is just it's it's uh hypothesizing. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. But the The space is occupied. The we'll space leave it is there. Occupied. We'll leave it okay, there. we'll leave the it there. The space is occupied. Yeah. So back to you on the dance floor. I, need to make, <laughs> I, I, I thought we were gonna this, avoid this. I need to make no. this happen because let me tell you, I'm 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 I exist in that space throughout the week where I am very much like I'm gonna go change the camera really tight. quick just to be sure. Okay. And then we'll go another 30 minutes. Just kind of tight and just like existing in this corporate space of like working for a company, mm-hmm. you know, not having a very limited amount of time to be in yeah, a space until like a artistic yeah, space, you know, during the week. So when I get to the dance floor, like it is just me and my body and the music and just giving it up. To Do you feel like you need substances to be comfortable dancing? Oh no! Uh uh-uh. uh. See, that's my favorite thing is See, getting out on the dance floor before anybody actually gets there. Dance your butt off, and then once everybody gets there, you're like, "My job here is done." Yeah, and you right. set, you can set the vibe. You can literally, yeah. it's just like, yeah, pull people thing is, in. Yeah, so dope. Uh, I think I think I've gone through a transformation of like I feel like I should be dancing to like how do I make myself actually want to do this. And um, just like letting go, I've, I'm very much an analytical thinker. Oftentimes when I'm at a concert, I'm like analyzing things instead of enjoying things. I do that too, though. You know, mm-hmm. I'm analyzing the light show, the visuals. I'm analyzing how the DJ's doing or how the band's doing. If the singer's singing on pitch, I'm analyzing the entire production. I'm looking at the people. I'm like seeing if they're enjoying it or not. Like I literally am just like absorbing information Mm -hmm. at a concert and I'm learning slowly to just like exist. Yeah. Yeah. And that for me, when I first started getting into that space to dance and dance, however I wanted to dance, I feel like, let me get like, be okay with people watching me dance. I just have to close my eyes. Mm. I would just yeah. close my eyes That's a good, good and thought. however I started moving, even if it was small, I would just do it if I felt it. But you know, it's I like that was is what it took. Cause like, I can't just, 
It was about getting to a point where it was like, no one's here to watch you anyway. Mm-mm. Right. No Actually, one is here to watch you. One of the great liberating ideas of life is when you realize that people do not actually care about what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. No. They're Real not talk. thinking Real about talk. you. They're not no. thinking about you. Yeah. They don't care about what's going on in your life. They're thinking about themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So you just live your life the way you want. Yeah. Real talk. So. I went to a, um, the way I got out of that was in grad school. Mm-hmm. I went to CalArts. And so I took an acting class because I actually was going to double major in acting and voice. But I was in this acting class and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, it was a movement class. And it was like, okay, now move across the floor like water. Now move across the floor like fire. Now move across the floor. like, And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> but having a whole semester of moving across the floor like water. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like you just literally had to get outside of yourself because it was like an improv kind of thing. And then, I'm not going to lie, this is how I figured out how to dance on the dance floor freely. Every Thursday night was the art openings, and people, the DJs were go, some amazing, some sucked balls. <laughs> and, like, people of every type of music would get out there and wiggle or dance or twerk or whatever, and you just had to go with it. And so after three years of literally going with it, <laughs> It was just like, oh, okay, I can dance with anybody. Give me the glow sticks, goddammit. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was the most freeing thing that I have ever felt. And it's like, I've always loved to dance. But once I started dancing in grad school, I was like, whatever, nobody cares. We all drunk. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess I've just never, I've never, well, first of all, I've like barely had any experience with like substances. Mm -hmm. So I've never been able to use that as a crutch. Also, like I have, I've been like, I'm I'm always just super analytical with things and uh, that, and I'm very aware of that. And then I've let myself be defined by that. And then I'm just like, oh, I just, I don't dance. I'm on the other side. I'm not in the audience. I, so I, I prefer being, you know. Letting yourself be defined. Because sure. I was the good girl. Sure. Never invited to any parties. You're still a good girl. I oh. am. I'm a good oh, yeah. woman. You're a good woman. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm going to find me a good man one day, too. Um, with that being said, um, I didn't get invited to anything. And I didn't actually start actually drinking recreationally until after grad school. Until after 25. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have, everybody else was drunk. So they didn't care about what I was doing. Sure. <laughs> So, but it was so freeing. Mm-hmm. So let it go. We should have, let we should go. like, we get, should let do. Yeah, I was going to say we should have a sing along. Frozen. I don't think you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of us who can't, for see, those of us who have camera. lived in Utah where Disney is bigger than anything. And that song, when it first came out, was literally played on the radio. Yeah. And everybody and their mom wanted me to, like, play that song on the piano for them. Oh, and no. I heard it maybe you couldn't have 7, heard it more than me. times. You couldn't have heard it more than me. I don't know. I'm so, I taught I've at a lesson s- studio. Okay. And okay. every studio was teaching Let It Go. And all of my little <laughs> kids. And then we had a recital full of Let It Goes. So, <laughs> no. So, so here's what I will say, though. Shout out to the, the very ironic thing that I love about this. You, if you look at the, uh, at who, you know who wrote this song, right? Mm-hmm. Robert Lopez. 
And how did he get that gig? He got that gig because he had just come off a very successful run of writing the Book of Mormon musical with the South Park guys, which is filthy and lewd and hilarious. And he literally <laughs> went from writing a musical with South Park to let it go let with it Disney. Go. And what's even funnier is that uh, they they talk about in interviews where like they were afraid that Disney was going to sue them because in the South Park in the uh, Book of Mormon musical. Uh, there's a whole scene where there's like a Disney castle and all these like characters come out and it's like they, they brutally make fun of Disney and they were afraid Disney was going to sue them. But instead, they hired their main writer to <laughs> write the music for their next song. So that was a smart move smart. and very interesting, and very though, interesting. how he went like that. That's, yeah, that is uh, I, I think that shows talent and depth, that yeah. sort of yeah. depth, you know. Being able to speak the language of whatever, um, you know, whatever story it is you're telling as a, as an artist, as a musician, being able to step into that and, and go from those two opposite ends of the spectrum, but have an equally good song. Right. It's like crazy. Yeah. And that song's iconic. I will, I will give it credit where credits do. It's iconic. Yeah. And it has a huge effect. I got a video of my sister singing it. So there you go. I've not heard it more than oh. either of you, <laughs> but I love that song. But you know, it's funny. I've never watched the movie intentionally, <gasps> very intentionally. Me I neither. refuse. I, I can't need do it. both I can't of you it. to watch one I and two. That oh is my, my rebellion. That is my rebellion. No, I need you to stop rebelling. We, I, I'm ugh, okay. I'm gonna make you sit and watch it. That's gonna be one of our nerd nights. <sighs> okay, <laughs> but I'm just letting you know. I have avoided, I avoid movies, musicals, plays where everyone hypes it up so much. That have you seen like, Wicked? I've done that no, with No, I haven't shows. either. I refuse. I haven't either. Yeah. No. Actually, I saw a stage production of it here in LA with kids doing it. That sounds that's fun. Close, that's a, that oh, sounds that really fun. And the fun. girl who sang Alphaba, oh my gosh, she, she blew the world away and she was like 12. And I was like, wait, what? But I'm trying yeah. to think what are some other super hyped things that I have like avoided just for the sake of the fact that everybody's talking about One it. One for me, Beyonce. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't even listen Uh-oh. to her. There we go. So I have avoided Beyonce. I've yes. avoided the TV Wait, show. Wait, we need to talk about, I feel like what? there's some deep things going on there's here. There's not. I just. Beyonce, Queen B. But yeah, like everybody and their mama is all on Beyonce. I respect her 100%. Do you actually, watch her documentary on Netflix? That's know, one thing you should do. I that just shows watched Homecoming. Okay. Uh, yes. I just watched most of it with yeah. some friends. And I was like, wait, whoa, this girl is dope. I, she is, sure. Like she got know. that black mamba mentality work Absolutely. ethic. And yeah. I was yes, like, that's what it's about. I have Those so 18 much hour respect. work days for months yes. getting ready just for that one but show. But after pregnancy, after twins. Right. And losing like, the weight. The, all and trying that, to get back like, in dance shape and yeah. doing all of it. So I have ridiculous um, respect for her. 100%. Let me say that. Let me just say where I came from, came from being in like um, high school and seeing um, what? Destiny's Child break up. We were like them trifling children. Like they went to Destiny's Child. <laughs> was trifling You're children. Trifling. And good for nothing. Look, <laughs> and so it was kind of like, wait, your mom dressed y'all like that? <laughs> oh, well, your dad did that. Oh, y'all got rid of those girls and didn't say anything. It was just like that was really, and I was always like. Go team, go. So if you're going to be on a team, be a team player. So at that point, I was like, you're not a team player. I don't like this. 
y'all should stop because y'all are trifling. And so I just never followed from there, just to be honest. Wow. And everybody kind of like, so what she I'll, blew up. Sure. What I'll say is that I don't have any of her music on my playlists. Mm-hmm. I don't like listen to her actively. I respect the hell out of her. I think she's yeah. one of the most talented performers of all time. I respect yes, her. Absolutely. I'm just not a huge fan. I guess that's right. the way to yeah. put it. I'm uh, not a part of the Beehive. No. I've heard right. all the songs. Do you Bayhive, feel, the Beehive. What do you, what Bayhive. do you feel about uh, Jay-Z's role in her career? That's uh, my sugar daddy. What you I talking mean, about? <laughs> listen. I feel like she's his props. sugar mama. I mean, it's nah. it's at this point, it's... It's symbiotic. I it mean, is. It's it definitely is. symbiotic. But, but I, I feel. But I feel like Jay Z didn't become like powerful billionaire Jay Z until Beyonce was there. Nah, uh, he was there before. He that. was, he there, was before. there before. I know he was there before that, but not like the he the, changed. The, the mogul. He did. He did. You know. But he became more of a yeah. businessman. How we good? Are we good on time? Yeah, we're good. Okay, I'm just kidding. I've just text seen messages multiple. and stuff. Oh, we're checking the text. Oh, we're checking I, was, text I thought it was like, oh, I gotta get out of here. I didn't yeah. know what that was. Okay, all good, all good. But yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, I'm a businessman. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. was his pers- like who he was as a person had to change. I think in order to have a woman like Beyonce in his life for good. I mean, sure. that was the whole thing with their drama, for good. like a fight. Yeah, for good. I okay. Mean, do you feel like that stuff is performance art? Because I remember no. when all the drama happened, like that's when like the the ticket sales go through the roof. I think that was a very good way to capitalize use off of, of use of it. It's like, okay, life. we have this drama going on, let's use it. And I'll say this, it was real. And I got sources to know it was real. Yeah. Right. It was real. A creative a creative team and an artist who has the capacity to, to go and process that into their art. Uh, that's what happens. Sure. That. And that's like the whole conversation we've been having about art is how, um, however deeply personal, introspective and truthful your art is, the more universal it is to other sure. people. And that's what gets it out and seen instead of all that other stuff that sometimes we worry about. But I think that was just one of those really beautiful. Now that's when I was paying attention when that happened because I was like, "Oh man, drama!" But <laughs> you know what? They, if you notice, you, we don't know much about their lives at all. That was not on all. purpose, not at all. And so I was like, "Wait," because that came from an elevator, like right. They could, yeah, and yeah. see, that's where I'm like a little sketch out because I was like, uh, "Did they like leak that intentionally?" I don't know. But when, like, how does somebody get footage of that? Yeah. Oh, How I'm does somebody afraid. get that? I mean, security. without it, without it yeah. being intentional, is what I'm saying. No, people would be intentional about. Oh, getting yeah. it. that's the thing. I mean, for for the right amount of money, no matter how many NDAs I you just lock feel somebody like up in, there's somebody yeah. who's going to pay you enough money to fight that NDA until it goes away. Yeah. And if you're a, if I'm a security guard and I've got that footage and I know that just happened, I just feel like his job would be on the line. But if you just got paid but, a whole bunch of money, sure, who cares? okay, yeah, okay, you know, fine, if fair TMZ enough. drops <laughs> drops enough money, I guess when you're making twelve dollars an hour, who cares? That's a good. <laughs> Bye. And fair point. TMZ is fair like, point. I'll give you half All right. a million dollars. Okay, so let's say you're in an elevator and you have to fight one famous person in the elevator. Who do you fight? Ooh. In an elevator, by the way, which is like a enclosed space. Okay, and the whole so world's uh, gonna can see they fight it. This back? Is... Can they fight back? Because apparently well, yeah. he can't fight. He couldn't. Oh fight well, back. yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> he ain't throw no punches. Or better yet, who? Yeah, who do who you want fight? Who do you want to see in an elevator fight? Ooh, who do I want to see in an elevator? fight? This has actually happened to me in real life, by the way. Oh, that's an elevator fight. Yes, you're Captain America. 
No. <laughs> is it that elevated? No. no I just was... imagined that your fight looked no. like the elevator. I was, in, I was in, imagine a Soviet-style block apartment in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, it might have been Captain America. So you're winter. 007. <sighs> no, I was just a, no, I was a Mormon missionary, not nearly as cool. Although we oh. had nice suits. Hey. <laughs> hey, that's 007. Hey, hey, the Mormons are dressed to the socks. We're Look, just, we were spying, we were spying for Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> Please, please write this skit. This, this is spying happening. for Jesus. Spying for Jesus. <laughs> spies for Mormon Jesus. Story. Dun, we can dun, get the dun, Mission dun, Impossible. Dun, dun. Yeah, spying for Jesus. Tom Cruise is spying for Zeno. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mission. Is it accomplished? No. Mission Improbable. <laughs> Zeno. Mission Improbable. We respect all faiths. We do. Except that one. Keep going. <laughs> Terrible. And and improv, sorry. And, and well, I feel like that faith story was improv, probably. Anyway, so I was in an elevator in Warsaw, Poland. Uh, me and my mission companion, another 19-year-old American boy, uh, both new to the country, both like speaking very average Polish at this point. And, you know, we're trying to preach the word here and uh these two guys were like very interested in what we had to say we just like met them on the street and they're like oh yeah why don't you like come up to our apartment and like we oh, can like talk about father. religion yeah and then oh. so they Y'all uh, about to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we get up into the, the elevator and this is like a very old soviet style communist block apartment and the elevators are such where like you press it it goes up and you have to press like the stop button for it to stop and then it like so it's like really old and rinky and it's like the four of us barely fit in there uh and then we were just having a great time they were super nice and um then we they they pressed the stop button in between the floors so we couldn't get out and uh, they were like, give me your money. Oh. oh. Give me your money. And I was so confused because they were so chill and nice. I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to give you my money. And they're like, no, give, it, give us your money. Give us your phone. I'm like, nope, not going to give you that either. And I was like, wait, what's going on? And then he like shoves me up against the wall Whoa. and then puts a knife up on my neck. And we're stopped in the elevator, okay? And like you can't get out. And... Uh, this is the one time in my life where survival instincts kicked in. Okay, come on, survival. Survival instincts kicked in. I had no control over what I was doing. Heck yeah. <laughs> no Back control. Down, no control whatsoever. So the first thing I did, I smashed the button to like get us going up again to the yeah. floor. That happened. I got punched in the face. And then the guy with the knife, only one of them had a knife. There were two guys. One of them had a knife. Then he put the knife up on my the other Mormon missionary who was with me. And uh, he got punched in the face. The elevator gets up to the floor, the seventh floor. Uh, the door opens. I just like shove myself through them and I escape and I just start running. And he then I get to the, hold on, hold on. Then we get to the end of the hallway. I turn around and uh, he's not there. I'm like, oh no, do I save my own life or do I go rescue him? What do I do? Oh my God. And I was like, it was literally that movie moment where I'm like looking at the exit, turning around, look at the elevator, turn around, look at the exit, oh turn around, look at the elevator. I'm like, oh, fine, I'll go save him. And then I went back and he just like gave the money and they ran off. So it wasn't even that big of a deal. Wow. But um, Did yeah. you have your money? Did you like, your, that was your money buy? Uh, I, 
I they didn't. Well, I kept my. I got my money. They didn't take anything from me. He just gave them money. Um, but uh, it was really cute though. We had matching uh, knife scars on our necks. Wow. Aww. Y'all were they didn't they didn't slice us it was just like just yeah. from like holding it up yeah, yeah. it right there oh man so uh That's but crazy. it was like kind of scary we we got milkshakes after you deserved a milkshake <laughs> i hope it was malt i hope yeah it was like oh I my think, god yeah we got milk we went to the hard rock cafe in warsaw and got milkshakes yeah wow, wow. That, that was a school a of hard knocks for real, though. Yeah, unfortunately, experience. it was not cut on video and it was not leaked to TMZ, and I didn't sell out a stadium tour. <laughs> no, you didn't. But you totally could have written about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's definitely Stunning a dubstep song. Elevator. Like, boom, boom, boom. Knife against my neck. Against the neck, baby. I smashed the <laughs> elevator button and run with neck. Left. But nothing left and then I don't <laughs> see I'm not as good as improvising the lyrics, but if I had a piano right here, I could like get right. something close. We got next a whole time, beatbox next over time here. we're gonna have instruments. We'll have woo-woots just yeah. in case. We yes. will be ready for I a can jam. Improvise some lyrics real quick. I got your percussion, I got your bass. Come on, percussion and bass. You gonna sing too. Come on, sign. We're definitely Sorry. doing this next time. We'll have okay. it set up next time. For sure. Ha-ha, but anyway, well, this was really fun. Yeah. Holy smokes. Totally spontaneous, by the way. Yeah. Just thought this idea today. <laughs> yes. Totally spontaneous. But I feel just good. But it. I just feel good about it. Just We're just yeah. doing it. We're just living our lives. We're just uh talking about life and hopefully entertaining people. But to, mm-hmm. I mean, what did I mean we covered a lot of ground today. We covered, you know, art, you know, as an expression of truth. Yeah. We covered what else did we cover? I don't know. We have to listen back. I know that was that was a lot. We there covered, was like you on the dance floor. Yeah, you know? yeah. Being yourself, being crossing unfiltered, boundaries. Crossing, crossing boundaries, boundaries exploring, that- you know, cross intersexual mm-hmm. attractions, thresholds, yeah. thresholds, breaking boundaries. Breaking ideas of what life should be. Yeah, oh, sh- that's my number one takeaway. Should yeah. we are? Yeah, we're not. No shoulding. No, no shoulda, coulda, woulda. That's what my grandfather you should not used say, to say. No, you should not say should. Mm-hmm. But should no shoulda, coulda, woulda. Could should or. equal shame. No, but should no, it was shame. should is. Uh, but but you said it in such a profound way. I, say it again. Exactly. Should should equal, is equal something. It, it's a killer of passion. Oh yeah. Oh. It that takes I, the passion out of it. Is it that, that's something? Yeah. yeah, we'll listen back because then you're it's saying true. like, "Oh, I should do this," and that's passionless. Yeah, yeah, it's passionless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get what you, uh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, okay, yeah. That he was, was like, "Yeah, that was, was my deep. big. <laughs> that was my big takeaway." Yeah. Thank you for that, Robert. Thank a lot you. Of stuff. Yeah. We so did. All right, I'm. Uh, I, I I'm not setting a goal here, but I want to do this all the time. So, yeah, that so cool. do I. So literally, just like come over and we'll do this. Yes, come on over. And we can. I'm sorry. Other artists do not can apologize come by. for yeah. singing your no, beautiful voice. Never, because this is what you're here to do: okay. share your voice. There are no and apologies. Help others share their voice without Hashtag Share your voice. Hashtag. Yes. All right. So I I got an Instagram for this. I hey. snagged the Instagram. Go. Reveal the artist. Reveal the artist. Everybody follow on Instagram uh, oh. and the YouTube channel. And the TikTok, we're Come gonna, on. we're just gonna do this. We're just doing it. We're just doing. We're it. all the way in. We're this. not thinking about it. We're just having a good it's time happening. here. We're breaking boundaries, and we're just like you know revolutionizing culture by not caring too much, but just being ourselves. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Love it. Boom. All right. See you guys later. Peace.